There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you've just had a negative, you need two positives. One to get you back on track and one, well, just to have a positive. Then this podcast should offer you the necessary purchase. Aha, it's Flats and Shanks. Ready? Hey, good luck, mate. Hello, everybody, and welcome to series two, 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 two <laughs> of the Shats. And Sh- <laughs> no, don't start again. No, you cannot. You no, cannot, you cannot start out. again. Of the Shanks and Flats podcast. <laughs> Flats and Shanks podcast. Uh, I it's am Tom Shanklin. It's not about I am Tom Shanklin. I'm David Flatman. Hi, Dave. All right, Tom boy. Yeah. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Hi, Mish. Mish, uh, our Michelle is here. She's here because we just had a meeting, but also because she is the only person who knows how to see how many people have downloaded our pod and she says the one that she was on is our most downloaded ever so she's True. our top guest it's huge True. wasn't it it's a huge and one and actually I've, yeah. I've actually got a pad and I'm actually going to make a note of how many times a tally how many times Flat says mate look, look, Michelle so Michelle mate annoying mate I don't want to be I don't right, want to be um, did you make last night <laughs> <laughs> um, does that count yeah, I haven't mate found him. a mate mate but Michelle, I want you to, I don't want to be condescending, but it helps if you are closer than three feet to your mic and don't hold a pad of paper in front of your face. I mean, these are basics. What's your flas? What's your favourite brand of uh, bubble bath? Bubble bath. Um, Matey? <laughs> oh, I don't bad. get it. All right, no. no, right. no. Never heard of it. Okay. I have. You haven't. It's the, it's the old, old school one, the sailor on the front. Yeah, and do the, the kids. And do the hat bath. and put it in the bath. Mate, yeah. we were poor. We didn't have soap when I grew up. By the way, uh, listeners... Um, what you what you uh, wash your face with then? Sandpaper. No, pan scrubber, don't you? That's it. Uh, <laughs> oh, hang on, Michelle, oh. top guest, phone oh, ringing. Yeah. Put it on silent, mate. Sorry. Um, that's fine. One thing that's happened over the summer is that Shanks, despite my protestation, has um, invested in some new equipment to improve the sound quality. I am was and am vehemently against this because I think the worse it sounds, the better it is. And he thinks I'm going half on this equipment he's bought, and I'm not. It's series two syndrome, mate. Yeah. 
you've got to keep moving can't stay still but you think you've made it <laughs> well we look we look far more professional even though we are in a pub we're in a pub I and mean, there are the people talking blockers, about 10 feet away the new microphones that come with a free sticker do they yeah you put it on room. your laptop uh, I might do actually like yeah. one of those surf dudes who try yeah. to make their yeah. MacBooks look less corporate back window of my car maybe yeah so have you missed me mate who knows yeah I oh, have that's another one mate I have. I have oh yeah Michelle's counting the mates well done I have pal yeah yeah what have you been up to then bud um, <laughs> not a great deal cool I mean, you've moving had, on you've, you've had six weeks <laughs> off I know that what have you been Devon I haven't had six weeks Devon, off Devon, Cornwall I know I've got, you did the Women's World Cup as well in between holidaying and barbecuing I have not had six weeks uh, off and boating and what yeah. boating oh, yeah yeah Oh, you, you make out like it's some mega it is a luxury having you're that so middle to high class it's unbelievable <laughs> I, I guarantee I guarantee my in fact I'm not guarantee I'm pretty confident my five weeks in Devon cost less than your week in Portugal so don't give don't give it the big end mate you're on a plane oh, with mate. kids I, I doubt that very much you don't, you don't have to say mate every time we say it. No, no. Just do the numbers, I'll, all right? I'll just do the numbers and I'll let you know at the end. All right, Giz. So I've been on a little holiday, boy. Um, went to watch Wales v Austria. Yeah. That's weekend. Hang on, yeah. don't, don't pass over the holiday. Where was it? Iceland? Portugal. Portugal. Yeah. Was it hot? Uh, it was quite hot, actually. Yeah. How'd you cope? Um, pretty well. Like a geisha. Do you, just under an umbrella. Yeah. Just under an umbrella, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Do you get one of those hat umbrellas so you're basically hands-free, sun-shading? I, yeah, I don't really get in the sun that much honest I wear socks as well just so I don't get burnt feet I've had you, that before yeah but seriously do your is it like your wife and kids are loving the sun and you're just in the shade sort of shivering like an allergic kid yeah it's yeah a bit like that a bit you had like a good that. time though yeah yeah wear a lot you, of linen thing is you come into your own at 8 p.m. over there don't you yeah um, so <laughs> that was good um, but let's not gloss over Wales Austria what a win football first what one I've been then? to Qualifiers. How was it? Six them real good. How was the? I don't want to generalise about football. I like football. I'm not going to make any hooliganism jokes, but because they're not funny. But how was the general level of behaviour? Really good, mate. Oh, All right. I was sort of in corporate. Ah, oh, right. You're in a box. I was in the Gennaro uh, lounge. Of course you were. Yeah. The Gennaro um, lounge sounds like the Pennine suite. But it was good. Ben uh, Ben Woodburn scored a great goal. Right? One. Oh, Woody. Yeah. Mate, he scored when he was 17 Seven. on his debut for yeah. Man U, didn't he? Liverpool. There you go. <laughs> God, I love football. Oh, God. Sport, um, eh? Yeah, yeah. but a bit, of, bit of a quiet um, summer holidays, really. Oh, well done. What about you? Um, I, we went for, not having not had a quiet summer at all, went for five weeks in Devon, which is really, really nice, um, but kind of hectic because I went back, which wasn't, this wasn't the hectic bit, but I went back up to London and then Belfast uh, five, or, five or six times, whatever it was, to cover the women's, Rugby World Cup with ITV, which was great, um, with Maggie A. That was really good fun, but that was kind of up and back. And then every time I got back, it would be, I didn't want to stay overnight because I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to wake up back on holiday and all that. But every time I'm finishing in the studio, I'm getting, I'm driving back to Devon, which is quite a long way from London, getting home at three in the morning, and then pretty much crack of dawn, Mrs. F is in the car driving back to Bath because we also moved house mid-holiday. Okay. So she's driving back to the building site that Danny Hipkiss, by the way, is running. Danny Hipkiss is our project manager. Always looks like a, a smaller version of Jamie Roberts. Yeah. 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 See they it? both look like they put their, their hairs made of Lego and they just clipped it on. A bit like that. <laughs> yeah. And they constantly chew tobacco. Yeah, a bit like that. that. Wide jaws, that jaw, although yeah. Jamie is thinning a bit. Danny's got a really full head of hair, like almost it makes you envious. Okay. 
but he's a lovely man. He was on my doorstep this morning at 8 p.m. 8 a.m. sharp in his dusty kit and his old England shorts, four off, mate. Played against him in his first cap. I think it was a warm-up game pre-World Cup 2007. He asked me to ask you if you still have nightmares about it. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he roughed you up a bit. Massively. Yeah. Uh, I think we narrowly lost that one, though. Yeah, 43-3 yeah. or something. So, yeah, I think Nick Easter scored three or four yeah. tries. So it was a so that's right. So it was a reasonably hectic summer, but loads of good time on the boat. Um, we got a little got mates down at Ribeye Boats, and we always you know whatever they've got lying around in the second hand yard, we get we use one of their boats. Really cool. And we had touch rugby tournament you on refed, the beach you? and ref touch rugby tournament. And How'd you find that keeping up with play? I didn't move. Okay, I stood still and got handed beers. I think I actually didn't run once. I think we I think I ref nine games. Have you trained at all over the summer, mate? Mate. No. Boy, mate. I trained, the first day I got to Devon, up at six, went to CrossFit. And struggled a bit, but was okay. I haven't trained since then, and I am, I don't, I, How, well, well, I am fat, I am fat, really fat. How did you, like, you just, the CrossFit community sort of webpage, you found a CrossFit gym in Devon? Uh, no, actually, got down there, and my, and one of the lads at Ribeye Boats was like, do you do any? Do you ever go to the gym? I was like, yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, my mate runs CrossFit up in Kingsbridge, which is where we stay. Okay. Where we, and we're on holiday, and I know the guy that runs it. Used to play rugby as well, so he's just like, come on up to. A, actually, I went to a seven a.m., uh, but it was full, so I actually went to the nine thirty mum session, and um, so it was me and a few mums, and I got pretty much toasted on every event, except powerlifting. I can beat most mums at powerlifting. Yeah. Um, but I've had a month off exercise. I am. I'm always a bit fat, but I am properly noticing how fat I am at the moment. And while I, I genuinely don't give a single shit about no. what I look like, I don't feel very healthy at the moment. So I'm going to kick no. into a new regime. You eat because you're unhappy, and you're unhappy because you eat. Amen, sister. Vicious circle. You look in great shape. You've been. Um, your arms still aren't very big, but I presume they're still quite strong. Oh yeah, tear a man apart. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm lucky. Good genes. No, really. Yeah, you have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Big Jim was a strong old boy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. Um, yeah. Did you watch the Mayweather-McGregor fight? Mm. Did you get up? Tommy. Yeah. I feel like I'm hogging the mic a bit, but there is a little... Yeah, I did. It was the same night as... Or 24-hour period, 12-hour period as the Women's World Cup final. So I was in Belfast for the final. Long story short, two-and-a-half-hour bus journey to Dublin to for our hotel, because I could fly out of Dublin the next day back to holiday in Devon so I paid for the event in Belfast moved into Dublin couldn't get the event on my iPad because I wasn't or whoever it was something like that someone introduced me this might be illegal someone introduced me to a VPN okay which apparently tell your iPad tells you tells your iPad it's somewhere else sue me if that's illegal is that similar to a VPL <laughs> a lot similar yeah <laughs> yeah also, someone introduced me to one of those as well uh, so I won't set my alarm for 3 a.m., 3.30, 4, 4.35. I woke up every 30 minutes that night to make sure I didn't miss it. When I finally woke up, turned it on, I'd used up all my data. So oh. I had to then at 4.50, 4.55 in the morning, I'm upgrading my data with my switch card out. And you have to make a call. Got it, got it done, got it done. Can you make Bangkok chick boys come on my <laughs> iPad? <laughs> Can you order an Irish coffee at 2 a.m.? Can I have an Irish coffee, please? No, you can't, thank you. So anyway, did watch it. Absolutely wouldn't have missed it for the world. And it was a bit of an anticlimax. You watch yeah. it. Yeah, I was a little bit bored, if I'm honest, through it. Now, I know McGregor is unbelievable at UFC. MMA, it's called. Yeah. Yeah. But Mayweather is an incredible boxer. You know, 49 yeah. and 0. 
He should, he should, I think it was scripted. I'm sorry to say it. I think it was scripted. What? Yeah. If you're that good a fighter, you can take someone down like that who's not a boxer within two, three rounds. Hang on. Scripted fight. Yeah. Oh, God. We're going back they, to David they, talk, they talked about it and they said, like, let's keep this going until sort of the 10th. We're going back to David Hay, Tony Bellew stuff here, aren't we? Yeah, similar. I was a little bit disappointed. Do you believe we landed on the moon? No. There you go. Look at the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been back there since. Why bother? Been there once. Yeah, okay. Um, you're yeah. Ki- you Honestly, mate, you're such a cynic. You need to get out more. I know. That is a cynical side of me. Okay, Are you? do you follow boxing reasonably closely? Yeah. All right. How, <laughs> you weren't expecting that. That's fine, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out now that he doesn't. How would you describe uh, Mayweather's approach to his last, let's just make it easy for you, 10 fights? He's quite a defensive fighter, isn't he? You know, he yep. doesn't, he's very good at def- uh, sort of ducking in and out of the punches, doesn't really throw too many big punches, throws a lot of punches, but there's not much weight behind him. Okay. Um, whilst McGregor, on the other hand, you know, is putting everything into his punches. Yep. So he's quite defensive like that, but he's a world class. He's the, the best boxer of that way ever and no, you'd, like to think, scripted. you'd like to think that he would be able to finish off an MMA fighter quicker than 10 rounds so what a guy who doesn't box who's who's more of a striker more of a grappler more of a kicker you know yeah I mean he's still it, this isn't like putting you and me in there this is a this is a world class fighter so he can punch he's yeah but you can tell the difference in, in the way they're, they're holding themselves the way they're, the way they're punching you know Mayweather, different level. What what does stand what does stand to reason is that if McGregor throws that massive left hand and catches him on the chin, he'll knock him out, right? So he's unlikely to catch him, and he didn't catch him. But it's about any boxer, mate. Yeah, any of course boxer. you can. Of course you can. But that's why Floyd Mayweather, his last say ten fights, his form has been do almost nothing for two or three rounds. So he lets people punch themselves out a bit, works it out. He's very defensive, and then towards sort of round seven to nine, he moves up a gear and wins. So he hasn't been knocking people out for the last 10 or 15 fights. Now, he hasn't been landing heavy punches. So if you listen to the boxing experts about this fight, so Paul Smith Jr., I always love reading his Twitter feed because he really, really knows his stuff and he's really honest. He's like, Mayweather will clearly win it, unless it's a lucky punch. He will clearly win it and he'll win it, my prediction is round seven to nine. And these are what the experts are saying and all the other boxers are saying, yeah, I back that up because that is how Mayweather fights now. Usually now he goes the distance, but because McGregor was so exhausted because it's a new skill he took him out earlier not everyone said between round 7 and 9 lots of boxing experts did and lots said different yeah but lo- en- enough did that you could I think it's reasonable to assume it wasn't mm, scripted you cynic well, and it, you know the thing is mate we've been at, we've been in that place where you're so fatigued that you can't look straight your nostrils are flared and you're broken you're almost hallucinating we've been there that is where McGregor was at the end of that fight. He oh, was no, absolutely no, no. aerobically devastated. There's no doubt about that. He's aerobically devastated. Um, but nah, for me, it was went on too long, too boring. I won't be. Do- I won't be buying it again. They won't fight again in the Muppet. They probably will. Yeah. The next one is um, Triple G Golovkin against um, what's his name? Now we're on camera. Canelo against uh, Triple G. That would be amazing. Joshua coming to Cardiff as well. Who's fight. he fighting? Um, I think we're Bob. Oh yeah, he, yeah. Can, no, he can have a he can have a scrap. Oh, what's good. his name? He is Connie. Yeah, he loves to tear up. Mind always has since mm. he was a kid. Got him off the streets though, didn't it? Who is it? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. What a weekend of rugby, eh? Oh, Tom. Just when you think it couldn't get any better, go and pull a stunt like this. <laughs> and totally redeem yourself. It was incredible, wasn't it? I've hardly come down, Tom. I barely slept last night. I mean, I watched, I watched quite a lot over the weekend. I mean, congratulations on you with your new show on Channel 5. Mm. I've only listened to half of it, but the first half was really good. Do you think I looked fat in the first bit when I was walking with my jacket on? No. Uh, right, because my wife said you looked quite fat. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you look like you had a jacket out of Snatch. You know, the... Yeah, someone tweeted yeah, that. Brilliant. Yeah. With the little black collars. Yeah. But I am quite... I mean, away from the cameras and the microphones, I'm quite gangster. And I Why brown, though, mate? Why do you always wear brown and tweed? Like, surely a little bit of colour. Um, I, got, I know you wear, you've got pink jumpers and you've got pink cords. As it happens, Tommy, I am, after this meeting, this podcast, sorry, it's not a meeting, I am driving back to Bath. Meeting of minds. Meeting of minds. Back to Bath and I'm being um, measured up for a couple of new jackets that I should have done a while ago, but I had a massively busy summer, as I told you, and I won't be going brown again. Okay, mix it up a bit. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go useful navy, I'll probably might even go a charcoal and something else, I don't know, dumb and dumb and put the vibe out. But how did it go, though? Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, yeah, very little's changed, except that the... If it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly, Tom. But it's um, Channel 5 are just putting loads more behind it. Yeah. Loads of marketing, loads of it. So you watch the programmes leading in, and they're talking about it, advertising it. and Yeah. Yeah, hopefully it goes well. It's, it's great fun to make. I mean, so. Channel 5 tweeted me to say, don't miss out on the show, and I thought I was really special. Yeah. But then I realised, yeah, they tweeted everyone, didn't they? Yeah, it's not just you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it, I think it was uh, all right. I yeah. Mean, yeah, well, we'll start off with uh, Gloucester v Exeter. Yeah. First game. Did you see Exeter losing that one? Can I shock you? No. I called that. Did you? Yeah. Do you know who I called it to? Just me. It was just me. Thought about I it, I honestly you? thought Chiefs might start a bit slowly. I thought Gloucester would be super pumped. First game, chip on their shoulder about being called, you know, sort of under-deliverers, if that's even a word. New coach and all that honestly thought they might do it and they, they did their best to lose it last 10 minutes yeah. mind but 
that's a great win for them and I, I think Exeter Chiefs won't be too worried I about love that. Rob Baxter's interview after he wasn't oh, too worried best. blow out the cobwebs you know highlighted a few things yeah. you know just got to bounce back from it that's a sign of a of a great coach but a great team as well yeah it's um, great what stood out for me was Harry Williams ponytail yeah properly plaited he had a French plait yeah. going down the back I loved it and even when it came out the plait you know, it was a little bit wavy yeah you know, like when he's I tell you what he is a hell of a player really like if you, if you actually it's really boring and really nerdy but if you watch Harry Williams for just if you you know if you're really really bored and you play a cam Harry Williams he is looks like not a natural athlete because he's very big which is fine but he's not one of these super ripped mega athletes with a six pack you think oh, he's carrying a bit do you know what them. he's not carrying a bit at all he's a really really fit really technically strong he's a he's a proper find and he's got better and better at Chiefs and he's played for England in the summer against Argentina and he was brilliant so I'd, he's a very very good player a couple of things stood out I'm glad you mentioned it on your on your show on Channel 5 Simmons I oh. interviewed him last year yeah playing for Exeter I think he played against the Blues in one of these Anglo-Welsh games and incredibly powerful and you're right like to look at him you wouldn't think much you'd probably no. think he was a back but yeah bottom half wow big ass, big legs loads yeah. of power and he's it's easy he's alright having the power but he's got it's sufficient skill to go with it that he's not just powerful and dropping the ball but he's got footwork balance and it's the ones that that aren't that tall are yeah. hard to tackle because they've got a lower centre of gravity and with yeah. big legs like that it's, it's actually hard to use their weight against them because they are you know their balance is so close to the ground yeah and so much of his power is in the lower half so you're hitting him up a body and he's still got all that power pumping beneath um, really good prospect Thrush scored two yeah uh, irritating isn't he yeah um, but one one <laughs> He crawled over the line from bottom of the ruck. I wasn't sure whether that should no, be allowed I think or not. I think he hit the deck and straightened his arms, basically. That's what I think. Mm, I think it looked a little right. bit like crawling for me, which I didn't think you could do yeah. if you're being held. Um, but well done, you got away with it. You got away with it. Another yeah. night, it might not go for them, but actually it did go for them, and they, they you know you know, it'll benefit really, them hugely, I think. Really classy for Gloucester. Um, Atkinson, oh, he's so centre. Good. Sunny Bill, they call him. Really? Yeah, because he always, always manages to get his hands free. He got walloped a couple of times, but he but he did he does cut really nice lines and he's really the lads at Gloucester say he's really really nice to play off because yeah. he's always getting his hands through. So when he takes contact because he's quite big, he rarely gets smashed backwards, which means you can run pretty flat lines off his shoulders yeah. and be confident in getting the ball or at least not overrunning the ruck. Yeah, no, he, he does get he gets his hands through, doesn't yeah. he? Which Joy does that. Christian Wade does that all the time as well. Manages to get his shoulders, his arms through tackles. That's what he gets the ground so quickly. Mm. So if you get your arms caught up in tackle, then you sort of dominate a bit more by you know the the, the tackler. Yeah. But um, Wood would try at the end. He would only ever score a try like that due to the ball screwing out the back of that ruck. Yeah. You know, if that was at the back of that ruck and a scrum up past it, he would never score that try because it's gone out. People have moved off the line. Space opened up and what Defense a way to finish. doesn't quite react in a no, uniform it manner, does it? And that's when they holes open up. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a really good signing for them. He was so good for Bristol. It often happens with scrum halves, you know, when the ball squirts out the back, they pick it up and all of a sudden the hole opens and they get through it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I I, I really, I must say, every, everyone's an Exeter Chiefs fan, even if they're not. Of course they But I really, I really do want Gloucester to be a force, at least at home. I want them to start scalping a few and I, I really like I'm really, really glad you picked up on it as well because I was going to say um, Hibbard on the bike at the end. Yeah. Couldn't, get, couldn't get his feet out of the clips, yeah. could he? <laughs> to celebrate. We'll be there, mate. We've all been there, just not on telly. He also looks a little bit like He-Man from Money Supermarket, I think. <laughs> in a bodysuit, so it obviously. Came, it came on, so I've just whacked something. Oh, I'm sorry, Mike. It came on the, he came on the TV last night. And the first, when Mark Durden-Smith on Channel 5, when he said first to King's Home, the first shot you see is Hibbard walking towards a camera. And my, 
my wife was like, oh my God, what's that? <laughs> I said, well, what is it? She goes, oh, isn't he just really, really soft with that steely hair? Doesn't people bully him? I said, well, actually the opposite. He's nailed so he can do what he wants. Yeah. He is a, pro I'm not talking about punching and kicking anymore. That doesn't matter anymore. He is a properly tough bit of kit. That bloke, he's nails. Um, great win for them. Yeah. Wasps, 50, Sale, 35. Sale did all right, mate. Yeah. Boy. Counting that, Michelle? Thank, like, thanks for coming on, Michelle. You've been great. That's all right. I'm sorry. I'm, just, I'm doing a bit of work whilst you two chat rugby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, um, so, yeah. They did, yeah, Wasps. Give Wasps any space, mate. Cipriani is a nightmare with a bit of space. and But Dan Robson scoring four tries. I know. Have you ever scored four tries in a game? Um, I scored one. I, even as a kid... No. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For whom? Um, for Saracens versus Dynamo Bucharest. Bucharest. Oh, God. Uh, it might have even been five. I think it probably was five. But no, I've scored it in an international as well. So, real game. I scored two, <laughs> against, I scored two yeah. against Bedford once. Uh, you... What yeah. international? Who again? Against whom? Um, good team. Who? Romania. F off. So you basically scored four tries twice against Romania. Hold the record for Wales in most tries scored in a game. Four. Yeah. That isn't that many. I'm really. gonna hold it with like Nigel Walker, Colin Jarvis, Garth Thomas, Nigel and Shane Williams. Walker. Yeah. Loads of you. Yeah, there's a few of us. Oh, embarrassing! What a shame. I've got to say that now because I'm not the most Welsh cap centre anymore. Who is Jamie Roberts? J Rowe. Yeah. I think. Your best mate. I think John Davis. Yeah. I think John. It's up there as well. You'll get there. Um, anyway, but we had Thanks a question here on um, on Twitter from Tony O'Neill, and he's just listed a couple of scores: 55-24, 50-35, 39-29. defence coaches on strike? He said. And <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. Um, I mean, we're scoring more tries for a start. It's more entertaining. It's, it's a lot like how they play um, in the Super. Whatever 40, it is, Super 12, Eleven. Um, you know, people are complaining that there's not enough try score and the defences are too tight. And as soon as you get a weekend like this where the weather's great, it favours attacking teams because you can try more things. The ball's not so greasy and goes through the hand quicker. People can run faster, there's better footwork. So, not at all. I just think it was a, a classic game where the ball was in play for a lot of time. Mm. Teams are getting tired as well. Yes, yeah, so I, I, weather plays a big part and the weather will even it up soon enough. Don't worry about that. But also or slow it down and reduce the try count but also people are at their least fit now mm. and the most exhausting part of rugby is because they're not match fit yet the most exhausting part is defending so actually teams are more likely to fall off tackles in round one two three than they are at any other time so take it while the going's good don't complain about it the rugby was fantastic Lola Balavu yeah they sort of found a Charles Piatau in yeah. him what a player see him ghosting through it was like it was do you know what it was it was actually I'm not going to say embarrassing. It was, it was like he was from a different planet. Like the way, just how easy he makes it look, making breaks against elite professional defenders. These are the top 0.00001 defenders in the world of rugby. Yeah. And he's ghosting through like they're not there, and he's not running through massive gaps. No, he's not. He's just, he's just absolutely, arse, He's just arsing, putting defenders on their ass with ease. He's that, he's that Charles Piertal signing that they lost to Ulster, yeah. who's now signed for Bristol next year. Well done. Yeah. Now, sorry, really, didn't the, they? At the Women's World Cup final, he was in Ulster. He was at Ravenhill. It's not Ravenhill anymore, is it? Kingsbury. So he's playing then. He was at Ravenhill and he was just with his mates in the crowd, yeah. going nuts for the Black Ferns on the piss. Just lovely, lovely man. And I was like, at least be arrogant so we can hate you. Who, nothing. who stood out for you in the Women's World Cup? Um, I, well, the, the New Zealanders were 
now two of the prop we've got uh, player of the match um, I think someone said man of the match on telly which is a tough one player of the match in the final was just and they two knew the two Black Ferns props were just like they were, their scrum wasn't that great but they were just beasts absolute yeah. beasts the England team Harriet Miller Mills I still think is one of the best players in the world and she didn't get in the starting team which surprised me a little bit um, but Rachel Burford is class Emily Scarrett is class whatever position she plays and when Daniel Walkman got injured before the final that's a real toughie because because they packed the schedule in like under 20 style she didn't have time to recover from a knock or a head knock so that was tough because she's because she's you know so good on the counter attack and so scary for defenders and mm. all that but um, yeah it was, it was fab actually and the final was particularly savage actually and when um, it's really funny because it's not that funny you tell me when we watch games we like we love watching rugby which is lucky because it's kind of our job but we don't get too emotional about it and we kind of sit in our seats and everyone's going mad and we kind of sit in our seats and mm, that'll be about it watching the women's stuff when um when Lydia when Lydia Thomas ran around Lydia Thompson ran around skinned uh Portia Woodman who's the Black Ferns winger and she scored it was like we were was that in the right hand corner yeah Ugo yeah. and I were properly Ugo was there we were properly out of our seats screaming and then when Izzy Noel Smith scored came off the bench and scored for England we were properly screaming at it like never been like that for years and you know I know Izzy from Bath or whatever so kind of a bit attached to that but okay. we were yeah, yeah properly up for it, it was good no yeah it's not funny but it's nice I've gone on it's, um, really, it's really funny as I said it's really funny John Pritchard on Twitter um, just talking about uh, Lover Balavu um, what's the most significant club signing in the UK over the summer oh god there's um, been there's been lots, hasn't there? Well, yeah. He's got a, what Lee Halfpenny. Um, he'd be up there. So will Liam Williams. Yeah. Um, for Saracens, but for me, it has to be Ford and Burns, because it's most high profile. Yeah, but because they're tens as well, and because they have such an impact on games that you notice a change more. It's more significant change that you see. Yeah, I mean, we're we're not just talking uh, elite. I mean, you know, if you talk about significant signings, you got. Stephen Luatua who is a current All Black so he's not X he's not used to be good he's not on his way down even though he's still quite good um, but he is, he is at his peak and he's signed for Bristol okay it's in the champs that is a hell of a signing I mean it's alright yeah. getting him like they've got Pietau who's a better player than anyone else but they've got him for next season but they've got Luatua now in the champs you know playing against Hartbury you know it's kind of that's an amazing signing I mean all you've got to do is throw cash at it but it's still an amazing signing someone still paid it um, yeah, George Ford and Freddie Burns is a is a high profile one. Woodward to Gloucester might be one of the best bits of business. Could be. Um, um, and Matt Tamua, who's not a new signing, but this is basically his first season at Leicester. So you're playing, so you expect him to expect him to fly. If you're talking Europe, like Crude and going to Montpellier as well. Yeah, decent. I know. Mate, and uh, Picamore going to Montpellier as well. Yeah. I mean, what player? Um, I just realised that's John Pritchard is that's my mate. Just seen both photos. JP. Yeah, Uncle uh, Nobed. That's what we call him. Not to his face. What do you call him? Uncle Nobed. Yeah. Now, it's funny because I don't know him, but I've I heard you talk about him a lot, and you and you seem to think he's not a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. standard from Moffs, really. They've carried on their form. Yeah, flat out. Uh, brilliant. Yeah. Christian Wade's a legend. I uh, love watching him. And Dan Robson has surely got to play for England soon. If he doesn't, it's jokes. You reckon yeah. Wade will ever play for England? I reckon. Uh, yeah. How can you not pick him? But there's so many good wingers. Like. Alex Lewington playing for Irish who beat Quinns great performance from them really really good not all about first game adrenaline either I think just really quality stuff but Alex Lewington on the wing for them he's a brilliant player so he's close but there are just so many 
great wingers about, you know, hence Strettel and Ashton buggering off to France because there's no room for them, you know. So bugger off. Be, it'd be the hardest place to get picked, I reckon, on the wing. How were the games at Twickenham? Yeah, really good. London Irish, as I said, really, really good. Quinn's kind of underwhelming, came back into it a bit. Um, Charlie Walker looks absolute wheels this season. He does. He's so quick. He's so quick. Um, I mean, Quinn scored a couple of nice tries as well. Yeah. Early doors, like Danny Kale at well sharp as well. Yeah, Marchant going through. Strong. Yeah, really. They, they did some good stuff. But Irish, apart from that three or four minutes where it got quite close, Irish looked really comfortable. Really the problem good. with the Irish you got is, yeah, it is, it is mega. But it's a bit of unknown, isn't it? Because they've dropped down a season no one's sure really how good they're going to be yeah. you know whether they're up to the pace or not hard to play against them yeah it, probably, yeah. it would be because you can't really analyse them because you wouldn't have seen too much of them yeah. last season and new signings and what have you but what a win for them to start oh, coming really up good. really really good and they just you know it's not about who's the best blokes because Quinn's have got a lot of great lads as well um, yeah. but you look at the coaching teams you've got Nick Kennedy you've got Paul Hodgson you've got Deck Danaher and you've got you know just some just some really good people though you want to succeed equally you look at the Quinns coaching setup and the team you don't want them to fail but it, it's quite nice for London Irish to come up and room you know because last year Bristol came up and very nearly beat Quinns at Twickenham right at the first game of the season yeah, wasn't it and we never recovered from yeah, not beating them no. so it's good to see Irish actually see it out and get the job done and Saracens were I mean they were a different planet that they were the best team of the weekend by a million miles like a training run wasn't it yeah it was and you know what it was actually embarrassing for Northampton that first half it's for Tom Wood after the game and he actually, he, he pretty much never plays badly. He scored a good try. Their second half was much better. And he was, I said, mate, it's only round one. You know, don't worry, you know, don't worry too much about it. And he was like, mate, that first half, you know, just can't have, we cannot do that again. We cannot have that. He was, you know, hurting about that. And he's, you know, so he'll, I imagine they'll be a lot tougher to play against. But it's not again. just set piece either way, Saracen's good. It's not just the line out. It's not just a scrum. It's, it's phase play where they really look good mm. I think as well you know yeah. they, they do play with quite a bit of width as well yeah. and they don't play wide wide all the time like Exeter they're a bit more direct because mm. they've got Barrett at 12 to get some over the game line but their skill level yeah. I mean their, their basics as well is really good they yeah. often you don't see many players taking the ball into contact losing it in contact you don't see many knock-ons you don't see many drop passes yeah just simple things like that about keeping ball yeah and I don't find the space. Yeah. It was nice to see Barrett putting the ball to boot through for one of yeah. Maitland's tries. Alex Good at 15. Maitland is some athlete, you know. He is. But like having Alex Good at 15 is like having another ball player in your team as well. Yeah. You know, so you, you don't necessarily need a ball player at 12, like a like a foul for England yeah. type of player. When you've got someone like that at 15 who filters in, takes a ball as first receiver a fair bit. Yeah. Very skillful. Do you know I sat I sat during that game I sat with Bob Casey. You know Big Bob? Yeah. King of King of London Irish. And he was talking about the game they played in the States against Saracens last season or season before, whatever it was. And Alex Good got released by England, flew in on the Thursday, started the game, and he said the lads are the London Irish lads after that game were in the changing room talking. And all the chat was, Alex Good is so good. Like that he's the difference. He won them the game and he's like he's just arrived off the plane. Uh, how does this guy not have 40 or 50 England caps? they were all saying these are elite pros saying this guy is amazing and then you talk to some of the Saints boys after the week game and they're talking about Scott Britz and Vincent Cock and Barrington brilliant front row the whole they were brilliant all three of them but you mentioned Alex Good and they're just shaking their heads like how good is he how good is that guy I'm not sure if I told this before but I room with Scott Britz um, during the Barbar's week is he London. actually that happy or does he cry himself to sleep no, he's like, no. well I obviously heard of him but we hadn't seen too much of him because he was still playing in um, South Africa I think at the time and he was obviously a hooker athletic and 
I don't know what he made of me really <laughs> and we still talk now but to start with you know when you play the bar bars you get a wad full of cash don't you apparently That's, yeah allegedly yeah um and allegedly I asked him to take a photo of me with it all over my naked body he <laughs> 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 didn't know where to look <laughs> didn't uh, he no because I wanted to send it to all my mates did he do it though yeah he did he did with his eyes closed how long, how long had he known you for at that uh, point about when you 30 asked minutes <laughs> about 30 minutes do you remember hey do you remember being in um, Beer Ritz on that pre-season tour and the two highlights for me were when we were Saracens years ago was when they asked what room we needed our spare keys and you were in room 414 and it was just a little thing after training we all went to get our spare keys to the room and they're like what room sir and you said fur one fur and that was it I remember just like dying I was the only one laughing I was like what's so funny it wasn't even funny anyway but we were in our room and we had like it was like five or six of us in each room wasn't there yeah and we were playing this game where and it's really bad okay and we regret it and we wouldn't do it again equally I've had the game played on me so it equals out where somebody's courting a girl or trying to basically trying to pull or chat a girl up via text messages in those days and everyone gets a text so I'm saying I'm trying to chat someone up I text her first she replies Shanks gets the next text and I've got no control over what he sends then the next lad gets the next text and that sort of stuff anyway I got done with this a couple of times myself so it evens out top data top data I got I got I got done over by a couple of girls anyway it was good fun and so everyone gets a text one each and it's dangerous but the lads can't go over the top because she'll know and she won't text back and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, we were doing this stuff and we were all laughing about it, thinking we're really funny. Walked out into the hallway where the bunk bed was where Yanni De Beer, who was the guy who scored five drop goals against England in 99, whatever it was. England or, couldn't take De Beer. England couldn't take De Beer. Um, everyone loves De Beer. But he was in there and he was on his bed reading the Bible, praying, like with his, uh, with his pillows over his ears. He was like so disgusted with our behaviour that he was basically praying, reading the Bible and praying for our forgiveness. I mean, I've never felt like a bigger arsehole in my whole life. Yeah, you shouldn't feel too disappointed because you ended up marrying her. So Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well done, mate. Yeah, um, and we live happily apart to this day. Just on that Saracens game, Duncan <laughs> Taylor, what a game. Ah, oh, great. Yeah, he's so underrated but so good. He, to the point where Stephen Jones claimed after that game that he should have gone on the Lions tour. He was that good. He's brilliant, but yeah. Pace as well. I always remember him catching Tom James, um, Scotland v yeah. Wales in the Principality Stadium. Mm. I think a couple of years ago. I think it was Tom James's last game for Wales. But he's quick. He's tall. Offload. You want to see Tom James got dropped because Duncan Taylor caught him? Yeah. Like, what an insult! Duncan Taylor's quick. Uh, he is. He yeah. is very quick. But he's look, big. look really good at the oh, weekend yeah, as class. well. He's one of those guys that just quietly will be one of the most important players this season for Saris. Fully, you know, fully stays fully fit. Yeah. Very curly hair though on top, isn't it? Pubed. Yeah got a pubid microphone head um, Worcester I didn't expect to be as bad as they were up at Newcastle Newcastle were great they looked fab Worcester just fell apart defensively it was quite tight for a while but they fell apart defensively and what I quite liked about um, I expect them to improve but what I quite liked about Newcastle's reaction afterwards was yeah that was alright that we expected to win good to get the bonus point but do you know what we're actually better than that first half showed and you think do you know what they are they're an outside bet for top six but you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me hugely if they made it. It would please me hugely. Bentio injure himself? Yeah, hurt his arm, yeah. Really? And he dropped off one tackle on Alex Tate that was Saw that. Alex Tate scored and it was just so, it was so unbentio. I wondered if he was already hurt by then. I don't it was know. a simple one, wasn't it? Uh, ten put the ball behind twelve to the blindside yeah, winger. Step in and hit him, yeah. not difficult. Jam he, in. He normally makes those. Um so I wondered if he was already hurt. But um Newcastle looked great. Good on Sunday him. then, final game. Leicester Bar. Oh, did you watch it? Yeah. 
Well of course good. I did, mate. Well good, boy. Really, really How really good was good. Uh, Talu play Falatau? I mean, you thought after Billy Vanapola got injured, you thought, right, that's a big loss for the Lions. But Falatau is just incredible. His work rate, I don't think you can match. I don't think anyone can match. Do you know, Billy, Billy missing out for the Lions was really big. But I, honestly, as much as I love Billy, and I do love Billy, because he's amazing and he's a great bloke, what I I just do not see anyone being able to do more for the Lions than Falatau did. So I don't see how could anyone have been better than that? It's things like you know his covering tackles off the back of the, of Moors, off the mm. back of um, the scrum. It's his work rate. It's it's his carrying ability. Yeah. His footwork. His pace. He's so good. He cleans up so much mess as well. Also, he got, he picks up balls. He clears up a little bit from the back of a scrum or the back of a ruck. And yes, sometimes he'll just barrel in and use power. But sometimes, even a couple of minute or two from the end a couple of yards from his own line he's just basically picking and going I yeah. think from a scrum can't remember near his own line and he just puts a little bit of footwork in before he takes contact he barely Tiny notices bit, it yeah. but it commits three defenders and it puts people on their heels and just I always just, I always like players like that because you know when you're sort of in phase play and open play you get a forward next to you you can call something and he reacts to it yeah. and runs the right line yeah. you know so whilst with other players bright. they might bright. not be quick enough or mm sharp enough to, to act on the spot but he, he was good he's quick too yeah I know he's just I, you know I'll be honest with you when I used Please to feel like this about Parise I used to think about Parise he looks great he's in that team is he actually as good as everyone says and for years I used to watch and think ah, I'm just not sure he's as good as everyone says and I now feel like absolutely I was wrong and he's fabulous I was saying about Falatau I kind of thought I know he's good and he's got loads of caps and he's still young but why are Bath working so hard to get him when they've got the money to get anyone they want now I realised I know why because he's Welsh because he's Welsh you're a xenophobe yeah exactly yeah. but he was he was fabulous by the way um, Max Clark was really good as yes. well yes what a great looking bloke with that hair the face I'll have a chat with him about his monobrow um, looks but, like he's a straight out point break but he gets rid of that and he is the full package because he's like 6'2 6'3 is he oh, he's, he's big he's got a really good rig he's the build. best looking guy ever amazing hair Okay. young single he is an absolute weapon in the making single is he yeah I think so Absolute weapon in the making. He made some inquiries, did you? Love to look like that. Absolutely um, love to. Rocket Aguni, yep. still got wheels. Still Can out. I just say how fast was Johnny May oh catching him? And let me let me say something else to you, please. I got abused on Twitter by people, even Alex Barton Barters on Twitter, who's a mate of mine, who's also an absolute bell. Yeah. Everything I tweet, he tries to abuse me because he thinks it's funny. Sometimes it is. And I was like, that's, that's amazing try by Rocco. And he was like, yeah, he's still not fast enough though, is he? Because I said he's not super quick last season or something. Johnny May was catching him at a rate of knots. It was his vision and his beautiful step at the end that got him that try. Yeah. Of course he's quick. I'm just saying there are a lot of wingers out there quicker than him. Johnny May apparently is the fastest thing there is. Everyone says who's the fastest player. Mm. I've got May. an idea which we'll talk to you about in a minute about that. But Rocco's very, Rocco played really well, but actually well, he did he did once or twice find himself four or five yards too narrow in defence and Johnny May skipped around him. Are you so, going to say that Johnny May grew up in Russia and was part of the big doping scandal yeah. that went on there Icarus yeah. Icarus mate no I'm not Okay. but that, that was a really interesting game by the way what, one little thing I noticed that when Manu scored great to see Manu do you know 80 minutes I think he did lovely great, passing great interaction there. there nice I, one, one thing I really enjoyed was the try he scored was just a run in for him but there's a little break down the left I forget was it Vainu I can't remember but Brendan O'Connor gets that ball and he just receives an offload and he's one on one with Anthony Watson and he's the guy that ends up getting his arms free around Watson and giving the ball to Manu. But if you're really nerdy, just look back at, if you've got the highlights or the show recorded, 
look back at Brendan O'Connor's instant step off his right foot before he gives that offload and he completely wrong foots Anthony Watson Watson gets him because yeah. he's a mega athlete but he almost doesn't get him it was really really classy and it made all that space he takes a tackle on his own terms really really classy bit of football um, like that, what yeah. do you think about the yellows towards the end um, I think a lot of balls mate uh, well yes and no it was Luke Pierce, wasn't it? Yes. I really like Luke Pierce as well. Um, and again, Mrs. F thinks he's really handsome, which really helps. It's I, consistent I, infringement, though. I know. I just, but I, the, I think I think a couple of them weren't even penalties, so it's built up of non-penalties. It's a hard one to give penalt to give yellow cards for consistent infringements, being offside or being the wrong side of a ruck. You can do something about that easy, but when it comes yeah. to tackling, it's just instinctive, isn't it? You, I mean, how are you to guess that someone is going to duck under a tackle and hit your arm? instance yeah like it, it was it's difficult because you you know Matt Garvey, six, Lee, seven, yes. and you know Fotowili is not I, but I, I think I feel like we've done that period last season of going way overboard on the high tackle laws and then bringing it back to something sensible for me that was overboard I know it was cumulative and it wasn't those offences that were yellow carded it was the build up but I think a good number of those penalties that counted towards a cumulative total shouldn't have been penalties anyway and people say I'm biased because I played for Bath 100 years ago don't care I'm not Last time, a couple of times ago, mate, when, boy, when Bath played up there, they were playing really, really well. And then Francois Lowe got a yellow card, and I was like, really? And then Banahan got a yellow card, and I was like, really? And it was happening again. Then oh, right. Was, oh, so it's a conspiracy now, not yeah? Not conspiracy, no. Okay, no, not conspiracy. But I do wonder if it's okay. a particularly hard place to referee. Oh, right. So I'll, I'll see Luke Pearce in the next few weeks, and I'll ask him about that and say, am yeah. I talking balls? But I wonder... You know, or were you thinking he's going to say... Um, no, you're you're completely right, mate. I took a I took a couple of grand off Leicester. <laughs> no, I don't think he's being bribed. But I I wonder if the atmosphere affects their decision. Okay. These guys, we speak to the rest all the time on the sidelines, and there are pretty much none now who don't say, "I got that I I got that right." When they know it was wrong, they hands up the lot of them. They're yeah. really really good guys. I do Equally, they come over and bollock us when we're wrong. I do think the Banahan card was a card. I thought he's deliberately slowing down the ball. He was putting his hands up like he was. Not going for the ball, but he was stopping the scrum half, an attacking ball, in a critical situation of the game, getting the ball away. Um, yeah. it, it was a yellow. Um, I feel a little bit yeah. sorry for Fodorali. He possibly wasn't um, a card, but then uh, was it Garvey at the seatbelt tackle? And yeah. you're going to get penalised all can't the time for that. Yeah, and you just have to be squeaky clean in those um, final yeah. minutes when, when the game is so close. But Bar's defence oh. was phenomenal towards yeah. the end there. Yeah down to 30 men oh. not allowing Leicester over the, and it's, you know 30 men two extra men you know, yeah. two extra on the wings yeah. keeping the width but they did Bath they did so well Bath Welford Road we, last time we won was 2003 were you playing whoops oh. we were down a man as well we had a man sent off after 23 minutes Martin Wood kicked Lewis Moody in the back of the head because they were really old mates from 21s yeah. and as he did it he said effing have that you uh, naughty word and that okay. all a big laugh Lewis got up laughing and he got a red card and we thought oh we're lost here but we did a job but an exciting weekend of rugby action oh it's brilliant it yeah. was absolutely brilliant I'm sure we've missed something it, it can only get better can't it Scarlets were good mine yeah Scarlets were good against Southern Kings yeah. uh, to be honest I thought both um, South African franchises would offer a little bit more the Cheetahs weren't great the they're Southern not that Kings good are they that's the main great. thing no, I suppose it's a good confidence booster, especially for the Pro 12. If you're playing against these super, whatever teams, yeah, you're bashing them. Yeah, they're coming up into into the Pro 12. You're bashing them. They had, they had to try something, mate. They had to try something. Scarlett's were good. Steph Evans for me has to start for Wales. Incredible. Scott Williams had a good game as well. Lee Halfpenny play well. Yeah, he did play well. Halfers. What I've 
not seen enough of Lee Halfpenny is get into the into that first receiver yeah. position, you know. But for the Scarlets, I think it will improve his game as well because Scarlets want to attack. They want to play. They play a lot like Exeter. Mm. Um, but Lee Halfpenny, ball in hand, and the instances he had with that with that ball in hand, not out wide, but coming off yeah. nine, coming off the ten channel, was far greater than I've ever seen before. Oh, Maybe okay. that's a Stephen Jones influence yeah. that he's had in there. But he was certainly involved in the action more and looked far better. Yeah for it um, I went and covered the Blues Edinburgh game was Pete the Meat playing by the way for Scarlets hey was Pete the Meat playing the prop they called Pete the Meat uh, I don't think he was oh, that's a shame uh, but I covered the game um, Blues Edinburgh uh, I, now I read the, a report on that that said Blues were rubbish I know they're your, your mates and all that but were they not very good no they weren't very good that's I was a, shame. a little bit disappointed with it Edinburgh you know Richard Cockrell they didn't have loads of stars playing from Edinburgh but like, Richard Cockrell will create a good environment there he'll create um, a, a good, a good morale, yeah, and yeah. they play for each other, and you could sort of see that at the weekend. The Blues had a lot of stars playing for them, mm. and still came up short. Really lateral, didn't offer anything. Go forward. Tom, you don't play on paper, do you? No, you don't. You play you on don't. brass, mate. You don't. Or nylon or rubber. Um, but hey, it, but most of all, though, the best thing about sort of this first period is that Michelle's been on our podcast, and she's been great, isn't she? Yeah, contributed so much. She's painted her nails. Well done. done your nails. You actually have done your nails. Have a look. Yeah. What do you think that smell was? They're nice, they're nice actually. <laughs> Sniffing the glue again. <laughs> they're nice, actually. they look good. I think well, Michelle, Michelle had twins, by the way. I was actually lis- I was listening to you both very intently. Do you? How, how old are your twins now? Um, sixteen weeks. Oh God. Do, how date? many months? Three and a half. Right. Sixteen weeks, for Christ's sake. How many weeks old are you? You're not. You're forty-three. Just say it. <laughs> um, how are they? Yeah, good. I'm, you don't look like I know this is this is one of those comments that gets men into trouble who cares you don't look like someone who had twins three and a half months ago you look like you had six of them <laughs> no you actually you look great <laughs> yeah. you look great we liked the outfit today didn't we Tommy when are you always due flats eh when are you, <laughs> you bastard the, be, the best um, it wasn't to me but it, I, I sort of take it on board now because I'm a similar Nick it was, it was a Christmas game at Bath once and Toby Booth I was up in the stands commentating and Toby Booth walked up across the pitch and someone shouted Boothy you meant to defrost the turkey before you swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I saw what made you think of that? Nothing. And I saw before the Saints uh, Saris game at the weekend. I saw Dorian West on the pitch and we had a chat. And um, and uh, he goes, "You still lifting weights, are you?" I said, "Yeah, you're not. You're not running, are you?" No. He goes, "I said, what are you doing?" No, fuck all, jeez. My shoulders full, my knees full, my back's full. I was like, you look great. Fuck off. <laughs> Absolutely. He always looks funny with glasses on in the stand, you know. Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. Little half cut reading glasses. He used to have three meat Sundays, Nobby. Really? So his wife used to cook. He never cooked it. I think he cooked a lot during the week. But she, Sunday was his day of rest, God's day of rest. And she would cook three meats on a Sunday, as long as they weren't playing. So they'd have three different meats roast on like a Sunday. A bird inside a bird yeah. inside a bird. You know, three meats Sunday. Three meats Sunday, chief. Bit of snap. Yeah, I envied that. Always do. <laughs> It's that time again, David. Yeah, bet the week time, isn't it, sweets? Bet of the week. Leo Vegas, bet of the week. East Midlands derby, Saints against Leicester. I'm going Leicester to win by four points or more. I think Leicester's going to win. I think it could be more than four. What could should we be. go with? Four or 40. Tommy, what are you like? Six. Let's say six. Leicester by I'd six. Be quite close, yep. Happy with that? Get on it. some questions don't you boy yeah Michelle's got some Michelle's got to go in a minute she's given so much to this pod 
yeah. she's got to go in a minute while we've been talking she's literally been on her train line app looking at times <laughs> as soon as you can get out of here the better no no not at all I'm, I've got another meeting anyway I was going to quickly I'll fire through some we're not going to answer this one Brad Webb who's emailed because he said which animals would you choose to be in a wildlife rugby 15 no we've heard that too many times sorry Brad but no. what I would say is that Shanks is a llama and he's a white one that dribbles I would say well it would be like a wolf if anything a wolf or a, oh, a wild dog because they're like hybrids aren't they you know they're aggressive but also they can they've got good engines on them most successful hunters out there lewis Jesus evans Christ. has emailed as well um hi gents looking forward to having the pod back for the new season uh, we don't we don't read the complimentary oh. bits at the start right fine have, have you ever seen a team penalized for cumulative high tackles like luke pierce did to bath at welford road on sunday yeah haven't seen this in the new laws was he making it up under pressure from the crowd no it's not cumulative high tackles it's cumulative penalties for the same offence or just penalties that happen to be for the same offence and it's 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 subjective whether or not you think those should have been penalties we kind of covered this but if the referee did and you're giving them away constantly you need to adjust to that referee and if you don't you're going to get yellowed so while I didn't think they're all penalties but I also think Bath failed to adjust to the referee, which is a key skill at that level. Ill-discipline. I've got a good question here on, on Twitter, quickly. Uh, Mr Hyde wants to know... I know Mr Hyde. Uh, which of these rugby fads did you buy into? No strip, coloured boots, shoulder pads, fingerless gloves, I fingerless gloves for a while. Yeah, maybe hands for you. Uh, Flats. Fat, yeah, <laughs> pair of hands. George, George Shute used to call me Fat Lance Armstrong. Um, but... Yeah, I had the gloves, but I had gloves because I broke both my hands and okay. I just couldn't grip anything. So I was lifting and I didn't want to have a ball. I never touched that anyway at Sarries really, but or ever. But I was lifting in the line out. I found it really so I had to wear grippy gloves and then cover them in glue so I could just basically put a flat hand around Scott Murray's or Gruy's yeah. legs and lift them with a flat hand. So I had the strength, I just couldn't grip because my hands hurt. I, d I didn't really have any fads. I mean, you wore whatever boots you got given. No, so black boots. Didn't really matter for me. Um, I did used to wear Hugo Boss pants though, just did in you? case I had to change a pair of shorts to the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had nice. So I went swimming trunks for a while, what I did, but then it went straight to, I went to like, you know, one of these discount centres in Swindon and they sold Calvin Klein's, so I upgraded. Went to pull-ups, did you? Huggies pull-ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a big boy. They do leave, they do leave. <laughs> Michelle, have you given up? I mean, I thought you were going to read out a few questions. You're actually just packing your bag? No, that was, they removed the questions. Oh, for God's sake. That all we've got? Yeah. No, no, we, we've got some more. Um, we've got Jason Martin here on Twitter. Why do refs ignore it when player drops his knees in the back of a try scorer? It happens too often. Yeah, I got a tweet about it yesterday. Mark Illegal and very, it's a rude word. I, I, I agree with that 100%. It's yeah. a cheap shot. It's an absolute cheap shot. And um, while the, the retreating player who's beaten might be frustrated, there is no excuse for that. I mean, do you remember um, Mara? What was his actual name? Dave Reese, the winger playing against New Zealand for England, and he got. Yes, knee in the face. That's right. Teeth out That's right. Whatever. Right. It's a it's a shoddy thing to do, and I agree with that tweet. It should be hammered. Mary or Tom on Twitter wants to know Jackson Ray most impressive ass in the prem. Ass. Are you um, actually going to answer that? Yeah, I'd have a go. Yeah. Um, have you? This person has never walked behind Christian Wade. Okay. From a distance of twenty meters or less, there's a strut. There's a swagger. There's a muscularity about his. Uh, rear quarters which um, you know I think probably wins the premiership do you know like back in the day when he was sort of 100% fit Andy Powell was good ass on him yeah, yeah. Up there. He, used to, he used to wreck Di Young all the time all the time he'd like ring up Di and say Di you know I can't make training my car's snowed in <laughs> and Di, Di would be like well that's okay Andy 
Um, it's 26 degrees here in Cardiff, but <laughs> can you like can you like send a picture? Because I'm a little bit, you know, just just to make sure. Um, yeah, I'm a little bit skeptical. And a Google snowing car. Uh, yeah, yeah, apparently. Yeah, all right, still a punchline. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't even have to say it now, do I? Cut it, mate. Uh, yeah. Save you the trouble. Yeah. So Pally sent a photo in. Yeah, I've got it. Car I've done that, mate. I've done it. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. And died a look on the computer. It's the first photo that come up on Google. There you go. There you so go. I think you're pulling my leg here. Yeah? Right. No, he's seriously done it, mate. Don't just stop. <laughs> no, um, you've got no one to stop, mate. Boy. Um, <laughs> I think you're up to like 13. Uh, Flash, what's your favourite meal of the off season? Don't favorite know why they didn't ask me that. Yeah. Yours? What'd you say? Oh, mine. Yeah. Uh, mine was just beef. Me no and four of my mates, all of our families on the beach in Devon with three little mini grills. We don't need to know where you were. No, just doing a big, no, meal. doing a big barbecue, pretty basic. Barbecue, Thank you, Michelle. Big yeah. stuff. It was the best. It was the best meal of the whole holiday because it was everyone together on the beach. Okay. Uh, <laughs> pretending we're great. People. Rob Diamond wants to know power to weight ratio: who is stronger, fats or shanks? To me, shanks. Yep. easily. Right, I'm gonna have to go. Okay. Oh, great. I've got to get my train. All right, then. See you, mate. See ya. Um, good luck with the kids, yeah? Yeah, thanks. Are they sleeping? What else do you say to people? <laughs> Are they sleeping? Yeah? Bye, Mish. Bye. See you later. Thanks for coming down. You've offered loads. Wasted. Who's your favourite to go down after the weekend's action? After one round, Worcester. But I really expect them to improve. Okay. Who do you think would be the breakout player this season? Sam Simmons, maybe. Okay. Um, really nice. Also, they've got... If Nick White's going to play a lot of nine at Chiefs, but they got some great Maunder, Townsend, they got some great young nines down there, they could do a bit of damage. Um, yeah, that is very right true. You're right with that? Yeah. I also think if he gets any games, Christopher Tolofua, the French um, Polynesian who'd come from Toulouse at Hooker, might not get any games because they've got Skulk Brooks and Jamie George, but if he does, and if his throwing's up to standard, which it sometimes was, sometimes wasn't in France, he is an absolute wrecking ball. Neil Harrison on Twitter as a player in your day how did you spend the off season was it completely forgot about sort of nutrition and fitness or did you keep yourself ticking over you um, I remember going through one year where I didn't do anything in the off season yeah. you know ate what I wanted didn't train at all got yeah. back to training and absolutely got bollocked yeah got in so much trouble because you get fat tested the lot I was really really unfit I mean I was never ever I didn't have a massive engine on no, me no your, your running wasn't great was it no mm. but powerful enough yeah. to get by um, and I had to join flat club the lot so I was treasurer of flat club kept myself ticking over called a flat that. club in the end you've got to keep yourself ticking over yeah, because it's I such went, a shock to the system yeah. when you get back I went on a two week honeymoon and I went ten times to the gym in fourteen days on honeymoon and that was I was training quite hard on honeymoon and I got back and I was absolutely way way off because like you naturally not a great runner not a great engine but also I'm naturally fat I can get fat just breathing I can get fine fat in oxygen so I would come back and if I didn't work quite hard over the summer I was an absolute wreck not as bad as Duncan Bell who once turned up with no joke more so I had I had 44 mils of fat when I turned up and that was over 45 48 mils of fat on seven sites which was over my target because my target was 44 so I had 48 and got put in fat club belly had 98 mils and his target was 44 wow. as well but you're talking about three or four weeks and that guy just hoovered up Lurpak right, well he's, he's in good nick now which well, is a shame <laughs> well I have one last question here Alistair Moga on Twitter wants to know 
Mm. Who will win the Premiership and Pro 14? So who do you Sarri's think is going to win me, the Premiership? Pro 14 for you. I reckon the Scarlets. Mm. Be nice. If they can keep everyone fit, keep going while they're doing. Punchy old back line, that, isn't it? Massive. And the back row. Huge. Yeah, real nice. Johnny McNichol, winger 15. The real deal. Tidy. Yeah. Anyway. That'd probably do, wouldn't it? Yeah. Knackered. I hope all the podcasts aren't going to be this long. It's exhausting. Anyway, well, I hope you've enjoyed. Um, yeah. yeah, see you next week then. Ta-da. Ta-ra. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.